Not the boring, generic, milquetoast stuff coming from the network in Connecticut. I'd describe him as the best, obviously. Cattles. He throws it out there. Speaks his mind. That's cool. And Rami. He's supposed to make people laugh. He's just an expert at it. Cattles and Rami. Live and local in the afternoon. Sacktown Sports. That is the show. The Cattles half gone. The Rami half back today after a long absence. JJ in the co-host chair this afternoon. Simone on the other side of the glass. I'm back from a uh, long road trip and uh, and uh, and a little bit of sickness. A little bit of sickness. But your boy, your boy is back, Jay. Your boy is back. Romzilla in yes, the sir. building. Yes, sir. I'm trying to get all my stuff together like Nick Cattles on the side. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to stand up because you're standing up big time. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm standing up because I feel like I uh, I sweat less. I'm just very sweaty with this, this sickness that I have. I yeah. still... I'm still like getting over it, and I just I get like these sweats and these chills. And... Could you have worked with Nick right now if you were sick? Uh, I think so, cause I'm I'm not contagious. I've Nick would have passed out right. I've been now. on antibiotics for 48 hours. It's sci- science says I'm not contagious, so I think, mm, I think science. I think Nick would be would be okay with it, would he not? Uh, no, Nick, I would say 50-50. We can get into the road trip, yeah. and uh, we'll see if I last four hours. We gotta if I pro- keep sweating like this. Doesn't matter, brother. We're going to carry you along. I'm going to pull you along. No worries, We'll brother. get through it, and obviously plenty of NBA draft talk throughout the afternoon, including Matt Babcock, senior NBA draft analyst. He'll be here at 2.30. And, Jay, we do start with the NBA draft, which uh, tips off at 5 p.m. tonight, when uh, shortly thereafter, Victor Wembanyama will be named the number one pick by the San Antonio Spurs and then things will get crazy after that things we don't we don't know what's going to happen after, between 1 and where the Kings pick at 24 we're going to discuss everything between 1 and, and 24 throughout the show this afternoon but let's start with the Kings since we are your home for Kings basketball at Sacktown Sports 1140 and youtube.com Sports. what do you want to see the Kings do tonight you can give us a call 800-920-1140 you can always text 916-339-1140 and you can comment at youtube.com slash Sacktown Sports. Give us those thumbs up and uh, the likes and everything else while you're over there at youtube.com slash Sacktown Sports. E36 of you already watching. Thank no you. No doubt. Get it, get it. Give us, give us those thumbs up. Jay, what do you want to see the uh, your Kings do tonight, my friend? Well, first thing first is, man, as I've been saying and saying to anyone that would listen, I don't know if you've heard, man, swing big. Chicks dig the long ball. Yes, you know, they the do. old school was it, it, we I talked understand. about. Yeah, well, you know, uh, you never been, you never driven a ball any any deep. <laughs> I've driven a few deep, longer. Sure, okay. absolutely. Yeah. You, are you gap to gap, or are you are, are you uh, three fifty? Yeah, I, I was more of the uh, the, the gap to gap. Yeah, okay, gaps, you pulled yeah, a pole. Absolutely, for sure. All right, no you worries, know. man. Yeah, swing for the fence, man. Go big, go home. Looking for something powerful. Looking for something impactful. Looking for something that's going to uh, turn the dial. I don't want anything. Where it's like, ah, ho-hum. It is what it is. We'll see. We'll build on the team that was built from last year. I'm looking for something big, Rami. How about yourself, now, my man? By big, do you mean like do you do, like big uh, as far as a, a draft pick that you made? Or you mean big? Both. Okay. Absolutely. Right. Because I honestly would like to see him trade this pick. I'm with you. Because I'm, I'm – I'm, and – Look, they're they're going to and Nick and I and and you and I, Jay, with, with all the absences. I know, man. I don't even know, brother. In the last few weeks, that Scantron sure, looked crazy sure, right I'm now. I'm sure you and Nick, whatever combination, Kevin Gleason, whatever, yeah, Kevin, whatever combination has been here over the last Jay month Ross. or so. 
we've we've talked about the fact that Monty McNair and the Kings, they're going to have to find some 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 talent in unlikely places. The needles in the haystack, you know what I mean? Like Sasha Vizankov in mm-hmm. Europe, but they're gonna have to hit if if they stay in in the upper crust of the Western Conference in the NBA, right? They're going to stay at the bottom of the first round yep. for for the for the foreseeable future. Kings fans are hoping that that's the case. You know what I mean? So you're going to have to hit on some of these late first round, second round picks over the course of this run for it to be sustainable. But given what they just did, Jay, and the big leap that they just made. I would like to see them add pieces that are ready to help this team win now. Yes. And I don't necessarily have I don't have a trade in mind per se that I want to see him go out and make, but I'd like to see them package that 24. I've talked with again the many iterations of the Cattles and Rami show that have been here for the last month or so. Whitey threw through the idea at me and threw it at me again just now in the crosstalk of okay. Packaging that number one pick with Sasha Vizankov. Yep. And and see what teams will give up for that. I am more in the camp of trading that pick and getting some NBA-ready help. Somebody that can step right into the rotation and give you some of the things that you need and were lacking last season and the reason that you came up short in that in that series against the Warriors. Yeah, 100% with you. I think it's a two-fold part for me, a two-fold prong, Rami, is you touched on the first one. Swing the trade with maybe the rights of Sasha Vazinkov for something that's a known commodity. We're mm-hmm. looking for something that's a known commodity, something that we already know. You know, one thing about the league and being professional, and this is something I learned when you got to that level, is they want to be able to pencil in everything that you do from the start of the game. I pretty much know that the player A is going to give me this amount of points, this many rebounds, this many assists, shoot this, you know, this percentage from the field from um, from the floor, shoot the three-point free throw. That's kind of what professionals are doing. Can you do it habitually? Mm-hmm. Can you do it every single day? Is it a habit that you can, you know, that you've made a, a part of your career? And then the second part of that for me is is if you're not getting a known commodity something that, you know, we know what's going to come and we know what you're going to do for us is, as I've said, go big or go home, man. When you look at this draft, swing for the best prospect that you can think that, you know, may be a top-flight superstar down the road. Mm-hmm. It's almost the opposite of so what they saying, did last if year. If you're going to keep the pick, yes, get the guy with the high ceiling. Absolutely. Even if it's a little bit of a risk. Absolutely. I, I don't, you know, like everyone around here wants Chris Murray. That's what we continue to keep, you know, keep on hearing. Just for the nostalgia factor, just for the atmosphere, atmosphere it would create here in Sacramento, it would be definitely a fun and dynamic situation if Chris and Keegan, as we talked about yesterday with Jay Ross, and we talked about, you know, how Scott, Scott Moak, the PA, would announce his name compared to Keegan. That's the fun stuff. But we're also talking about on the floor. Mm-hmm. And the one thing about Chris that we pretty much know is it's kind of the same thing. He's pretty much a known commodity. We know what he's pretty much going to bring. We can pencil him in for, you know, certain amount of points and probably certain amount of rebounds and assists. A la kind of Keegan Murray, his brother. A high floor. Maybe not the, the tallest ceiling, but a high floor. And for me, that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for someone, look, 18, 19 years old, someone who probably needs a year, you know, one year away from being one year away is what I heard a scout say. That's what I'm looking for. And you and I are very much on the same page today, Jay. We didn't plan this. We didn't talk. We just, we, I said, we we're going to ask this question. And then we both formulated yes, our own answers. Absolutely. And we came to the table with them. Come on now. And I, 
I'm right there with if you're not going to make the trade for the for the guy that can help you now, then get get the high ceiling guy yes. with that 24th pick in the draft. And a guy who Nick and I talked about a couple of weeks ago, I think Frankie Cardicelli, our, our Kings insider, and catch all his draft coverage at SacktownSports.com. He he did a profile on this guy a few weeks ago, and it's it's Imani Bates. Oh, you been, you must have been listening to the show the last week, week and a half. I actually have been too sick and sleeping too much to. Li- Why did you bring up Imani Bates? I did. Actually. Oh, really? I did. Okay. I, did. I, did. <laughs> I figured you look when you're on vacation, not paying attention. Come on, now. I don't. Sometimes I will, but yeah. I've literally been sleeping about sixteen to eighteen hours a day since Man, since, I came, down with, <laughs> since yeah. I came down. Since I came down, put the smell of sauce under your nostrils, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. This thing took me out, man. It might take me out this afternoon, the way I'm sweating right now. But this is a dude who literally, Jay, in high school, was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Was the number one recruit in the country. People were calling him Kevin Durant Jr. And I don't need to go through every step and, and machination of how he went from being that to being now a projected second round pick. But things have have not gone according to plan for Imani Bates. But all that, all that talent, Jay, all that athleticism, everything that everyone saw in this guy when when he was coming up through high school, it's all there. And you saw him sort of start to tap into it just a little bit last year, Eastern and, Michigan, and, and, and at Eastern Michigan, mm-hmm. and and I think that maybe, and and I trust Mike Brown as much as anybody. You can you can tap into that and and get the most whatever the most is. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if it's still Kevin Durant Jr. I don't know if that's still <laughs> what we're calling the ceiling for an Amandi Bates Jr. But whatever that ceiling is, just like he did with Keegan Murray, I I I have faith in Mike Brown and his staff. And to some degree, now they still have a long ways to go given the history. But to some degree, the Kings organization to to bring in Amani Bates. Put him in a position where he can succeed and grow and tap into that potential and reach his his ceiling or his high his highest potential once he gets to the NBA. If I'm going to give you a name, it'd be Amani Bates. Mm-hmm. But if I'm just giving you sort of an, an archetype or a description of a guy that I'd like to see him draft, that's the type of guy that that you and I it's, it seems are both talking about is maybe a little bit of a gamble, maybe a little bit of a risk, and maybe a little bit of a project but a guy with a super high ceiling that if you tap into it, you're going to have a really, really good player added to the roster. Love the name of Monty Bates. I've been pushing, you know, uh, indirectly here for the last week, week and a half, filling in for you and Cattles and Rami on all these different shows and Chris and Cohen. Felt like I filled in for Chris and I yeah, filled in for our boss. I probably filled in for our general manager. <laughs> At this point, I might be outside detailing a car. However it goes, I feel like, you know, I've been pushing Monty Bates and I like Amani Bates just for everything you said. He's the name. He's mm-hmm. the star power. He's the ceiling. If you hit on Amani Bates, who was supposed to be Kevin Durant, he was supposed to be, you know, long, slender, can put, can fill it up, put it on the floor. I'm all for it, man. Amani Bates is somebody that I think with, you know, a couple of second-round picks, you make it happen. You definitely go for broke. And if it doesn't work, doesn't mean anything. I know a lot of people with the Jokic and the Draymond and, you know, we can go on with other second-round draft picks that had hit. And it's what have you done for me lately. Everybody right now is talking about Jokic and it's like, oh, don't don't waste a second-round pick. Man, percentages show 
as we've seen with Miami and all their five guys that weren't even signed, you can make it happen. Yep. And if we're talking about the Sacramento Kings being stable, if we're talking about the Sacramento Kings moving in a different direction with Monty and, the and, you know, in Monty we trust, as my boy Lance Wood said, Mike Brown, trusting in De'Aaron Fox, Domas Sabonis, then, yeah, bring in a guy like Amani Bates, see if it works, see if he can fill it up, and let's go for broke, man. I'm with it. NBA Draft coverage on Sacktown Sports is brought to you by Power Business Technology for all your business office equipment needs. Contact them at 844-POWER-BZ or go to powercopiers.com. It was already getting wacky leading up to the NBA Draft tonight. And then he got real wacky just about an hour ago. We'll give you the latest news and talk about it next right here on Cattles and Rami. Cattles and Rami. Sacktown Sports. Your afternoon home for Kings Talk and more. This is Cattles and Rami. On Sacktown Sports. That's the show. Cattle's out. He'll be back next week. Rami in. Jay in the co-host chair. One of the many host chairs that Jay has sat in. Man, I'm at this point. I'm detailing cars in the parking lot, Rami. (laughs) Straight up. Don't take the black Elantra. Man. Please don't take the black Elantra. That thing needs to be washed anyway. (laughs) Yes, it does. When I walked in, I said, that thing been on a road trip. Yes, it does. That thing needs a, a, it needed a wash before the road trip. Now it needs one real bad. NBA draft coverage all day long, including Matt Babcock, senior NBA draft analyst. He'll be here Coming up at two thirty, and JJ, we like we already like things were already moving and and shaking, and and then as I'm coming in, as I'm driving into the station, I see the Slack message from Simone saying that the Washington Wizards have traded Chris Paul, and honestly, for a second, because I was on my, I was like, oh wait, yeah, Chris Paul is a wizard. <laughs> that the Washington Wizards yeah. have traded Chris Paul. For Jordan Poole to the Golden State Warriors. And I was like, my first react, my honestly, my first, because people get foolish on, on draft days. You know this as well as I do, Jay. My first reaction was, is this the real Woj? Right. <laughs> right. Triple check. <laughs> so double, triple check. Yeah. Because I've gotten got, okay? I'm not above getting got. I've gotten got. I was like, let's make sure this is the real Woj. It was. Check some fingerprints. Jordan Poole is a wizard now, and... Chris Paul is a warrior. What, Bunny rabbits, man. What 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 do you make of this? Like, what what are both of these teams thinking right here? Do you think, Jay? Uh, I'm not exactly sure what Golden State is. Th- it sounds crazy, but I'm not picking up what Golden State is putting down just yet. I would imagine there's a couple of moves to be made. We just heard a couple of uh, a couple of days ago, Mike Dunleavy Jr., new general manager, speak on. Not trading Jordan Poole. Here he is right here. We love having those guys here. Jordan, especially with his contract extension, uh, we plan to have him here for four more years at least. Uh, both those guys, really, really good young players. We're pleased with. They have great value around the league. And, um, you know, obviously a lot of rumors and stuff come up at this time of the year, but um, we're happy with those guys. That stuff happens all the time. For sure. Jay, you know what I mean? Come on now. Guys go to podiums and say what I remember uh when I was when I was in Milwaukee and and their their general manager at the time, Larry Harris, who now works for the Warriors. Warriors. He uh he put his arm around Terry Porter, their then TP. head coach, and said, Terry Porter is our guy. 
five days later, Jason Kidd was the head coach <laughs> of the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, okay. he, didn't, he didn't say our guy for his game. He just said our guy. So know? this stuff happens all the time, man. You, yeah. you, you know what I mean? But I just I don't understand. You're getting older when you're golden and and in Golden State. This this and I mean I don't know Jay and I know clearing cap space and everything else. And we'll get into the other trades mm-hmm. that the Wizards have made a little a little later in the show. I don't know what the Wizards are doing either. Like how hard can you tank? How much money can you clear off the books? You, you know what I mean? Like I don't understand what the Wizards' plan is at all. Like right. I, I, that and and maybe that's it's just. They they blew it up, mm-hmm. and there's just too much smoke and dust for me to see figure it th- out yet. For me to see through it yet, you know what I mean. But as far as the Warriors, who as we sit here today, still a contending team, you, you know what I mean. At least one more run in them. I don't understand the thinking in getting older and bringing in Chris Paul. And to this point, we still don't even know if Draymond Green is coming back because he opted out of his contract. Yeah, it, for me, when I first saw it, it, it reminds me of what Nick always says about the Sacramento Kings and his you know, his discord of he wants someone that's going to fit the timeline. I think the Warriors try to you know play, devil, uh, play both sides, take the young, take the old, merge it together, the Jordan Poole, the Jonathan Kaminga, the Moses Moody, the Jonathan Wiseman. It just didn't work, right? It didn't It didn't fit. It didn't mesh. I think now they're looking at it from the standpoint of saying, okay, we probably have Steph for another three years. I know he's under contract uh, for that, hence why Draymond wants the same three-year deal. Mm-hmm. We don't know. You know, Steph is – Steph's got his hand in a lot of fires. Every time I look up, Steph is is pitching a uh you know a, a subway sandwich. He's got uh you know Playing a coffee Travis shop. Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. Right, right. he's got some golf. Right. Yeah, he's got something going on. I'm not saying he's trying to bow out after three three years, but I'm also saying he might see the writing on the wall of look. I'm looking to be a billionaire, and maybe basketball slows me down, hinders me then. And then at the, the same time, you know, with Steph is, his children are going to be getting a little older too once, three years down the road where you know how it is, man. You're not a father yet, but a lot of time is taken up, bro. And I'm not saying he can't hire people and the wife can't do all that type sure. of stuff. Yeah. But Steph is a family guy. He's yeah. family orientated. So I'm pretty sure he wants to be in the, you know, in the mix of his children's lives. And so I'm not exactly sure if you look at their timeline, they're not all saying, look, we're going for broke. We're going all in. Because for me, that's the only thing I can really see why you bring in Chris Paul, despite, you know, CP's a little older. We know he's he's injury prone. Maybe you're just trying to cover up some tracks so Steph don't have to ball out a, a full 82 games. Sure. Draymond looks like he wants to come back. I don't know what's going on with Clay and the injuries. You know, to me, it's looked like they're going to try to go a little older and go all in for the next three years. I just don't know if I love the fit. Of, yeah. of Chris Paul there. Right. He, need, he needs the ball in his hands Truth. a lot on offense. So does Steph Curry. Truth. You know what I mean? He's he's a really big personality. You know you know what I mean? In terms of his voice being heard yeah. in a locker room. And, and you're already going into a place where it's the, the culture is established and, and the leadership is established. But, you, know, you know what I mean? But real quick, Rami, not to cut you off. I, oh, think, I think part of that is, is Chris Paul has to understand he's on his last leg, too. Right, everyone I've been seeing on the four letter and all these different analysts and reporters, that's kind of what their pitching is. Chris Paul understands this may be his last hurrah. With that being said, 
We've heard Kevin Durant come in. We Jordan Poole's got a lot of attitude. We've heard other guys come in. You know, David West was one of those guys that we heard throughout the league, and when he came into Golden State, it fit in. We see Iguodala's got a lot to say quite a bit. You know, throughout all the games here in the playoffs, Iguodala was animated on the sideline. I was paying attention to him. I mean, he was <laughs> operating like he was a, the associate head coach nine times out of ten. The way he was dressed, you couldn't miss him. Oh, man, so with the cast the on the hand and everything, too. <laughs> so my, I guess what I'm saying is, is I think – it's time for Chris Paul to conform. And if there is any team just from the outside looking in, I believe it's the Golden State Warriors. It's going to say, man, shut up, sit down, come get this championship. If not, peace out. Do you think the the punch was still reverberating? Yes. And either Draymond or Jordan Poole had to go at this point? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. You think this was behind that? Yeah. See, if I'm part of it. If I'm them, and you're, you're right in terms of the timeline and one last run, whether it's just one year or two years or three years, whatever the case might be. But, man, and I know Jordan Poole had a really bad postseason and, and a subpar regular season. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that contract looked really bad. I would understand moving on from Jordan Poole if you're the Golden State Warriors and trying to get out from under that contract. But totally giving up on him to the point where you're trading for a, a 36-year-old Chris Paul, and and it, it seems... It seems reactionary to me to to make. I feel like you either could have gotten more for Jordan Poole or just kept him and and wrote it out and see if he could come out of those those struggles that we saw with him last year. No doubt, if you're a Poole believer, you probably didn't get enough for him on the market. Mm-hmm. If it's a you one know, year ago, that deal looks looked good, looks smart, and people are talking about him being a centerpiece of like a new dynasty for the Golden he State. He was supposed Warriors. to be that crossover, you know what I mean? Yeah, that overlapper. You changed that much, where your your position changed that much on Jordan Poole in a year. I think that punch had a lot to do with it, and the fact of you know you kind of bowing down to Draymond compared to letting Jordan Poole get it in. The other thing too is don't don't get this twisted. This is financial. This is the Warriors have paid so much money over the last so you know handful of years. We see Brian Windhorst crying every single time he can to talk about they won because they keep smacking his best friend LeBron. You know, it's like this is financial for sure. We'll talk about this and all the goings on in the NBA. Matt Babcock of SI Now and Draft Digest. He'll join us right after this. Cattles and Ronnie. Sacktown Sports. One brings Makloff magic, while the other, hmm, we're still trying to figure that out. Paddles and Rami. Sacktown Sports. NBA Draft Day, NBA Draft. Two hours and 13 minutes away? Did I do that math right? Yeah, two hours and 13 minutes away. Jay in for Nick today. Simone on the other side of the glass doing it all. Doing it all. Ones and twos, updates. I'm trying. Oh, I'm trying. You name it, she's doing it over there on the other side. You're not trying. You're doing it. Doing Simone. it. That's what you're Thank doing. You. No, right. No problem at all. We'll uh, get back to the Kings. And uh, not a draft pick, but somebody they might be able to add to the roster here coming up soon. We'll get to that coming up. Paul at George. 3 o'clock. Oh, okay. No. I'm just throwing out names. Not the now goat, Jay. Okay. Not, not the just, goat. Okay. Right. I'm well, just throwing out names at this point, we'll, man. We'll get to that. Chris Paul being <laughs> traded. Bradley Bill, Porzingis, Marcus Smart. I mean, man, we ain't got the phone lines up yet. In, in a day of uh just real quick before we get if I told before we get to if I told you. That was a hard sentence for me to get out. 
Uh, in a day of rumors of guys on the move and, and some guys on the move with the Jordan Poole CP3 deal going down, a uh, rumor from uh, Chris Haynes of TNT and the Bleacher Report, a report, I should say, not a rumor, in, in due respect right. to Chris, right. that uh, Pascal Siakam, mm-hmm. who only has one year left on his deal in Toronto, yep. and they do not expect him to resign when that year is up, uh, he's going to stick around in Toronto, mm-hmm. according to Chris Haynes, will not be on the move in a trade before or during tonight's NBA trade. Everything that I've heard over the last week or so was Masai Ujiri and the general manager of the Toronto Raptors. Man, they are they are driving a hard bargain for both Pascal and OG. And it's just, you know, they're trying to bleed the, uh, bleed the river dry if you want to get one of those guys. And, you know, you got Chris Paul and Bradley Beal and Marcus Smart and Porzingis being traded for a lot of it for each other which are, you know, good ball players, great ball players, some of them in their own right. But I, I can only imagine what they want for OG and Pascal at this point. We'll see. And 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 maybe there just ain't the right price out yeah. there. This won't be the last time you hear me say this today, that, though, Jay. What you got? I don't know if they really uh, don't plan on moving those guys. Very true. Or if this is being put out there to drive up the price. It, for the draft, the draft kicking in, into, at, look, two hours and ten minutes yeah, now, and now we hear a, a report. Propaganda. That's right. <laughs> Allegedly. A lot of, a lot of propaganda <laughs> is going to be put out there. Smoke and mirrors. Let's get into a draft day edition of What If I Told You. We don't have that. Oh, we don't have. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that, yeah. You were don't looking for that. imaging there? Yeah. <laughs> no. I thought there was imaging. Yeah. No, no, no. I turned no. it over. Well, I, I put that, that in the system. No, yet. I was just turning it over to. I knew that. Oh, Come to on. The lovely yeah. Simone. I was yeah. just turning it over to the lovely Simone. A as couple a, of she questions. Today is What If I Told You. A Simone? couple of questions for you guys for What If I Told You. What if I told you last year that in the 2023 NBA draft, the Kings wouldn't have a lottery pick? And would be selecting twenty fourth in the first round. Uh, my me myself, dear Rami, I would say they must have made a trade back. <laughs> that, that was exactly. <laughs> my I'm not gonna lie. My answer is gonna be who they trade for. Yeah. Who they trade for? That's. I swear to God, I would have said I expected the Kings to be in about the fifteenth to twentieth range. Maybe the last pick or thirteenth or fourteenth in the lottery. Yep, I would have basically straight said, man, they traded back. They made a draft trade <laughs> and they picked up a commodity. They swapped picks with the team, you know, to grab that asset for this past season. Maybe at the trade deadline. Swear to God, that was, <laughs> if, if if you had told me a year ago that the Kings didn't have the number twenty four pick, my answer was going to be, I would say, who did they trade for? What did they get for it? What did they get for it? It right. would, would be my question. Not not what happened. This no, we didn't have this in 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 the purview. No, like what they did. No, this this wasn't on the writing of the wall. All expectations out of the waters. I think most Kings fans, if you told them that a year ago, they would want to know what the trade was. Yes. <laughs> Who did we get? They would Who not, is on the team right now? They would not think it was just because they were so good. Right. <laughs> and this coming from a man, you had, the, you had the Kings pegged at almost 50 wins, yep. man. Yeah. Well, I don't know where the, you pulled that as from. As the season went on, I, sure. the, the prediction grew to 50, yes. but yes. I, I was the most optimistic one at 40. Yes. When the season started. Yeah, you know what I mean? 35, Nick at 37. Simone, you were somewhere like right there, 39 or something right. like that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, And you had them about 40, 42 or so. I had four, I had 40 on the dot. dot. On yeah. the dot. And then as I saw what they were, I, I upped it to 50 as the season went. I didn't, they didn't quite get there, but still, man, I would not, a year ago, I would not have thought they're... <laughs> 
that they're just picking 24th in the draft because that's Beautiful. where they fell in the order. Who did that- they get on the blocks? <laughs> <laughs> what else we got, Simone? I think we got time to squeeze one more in. Mm-hmm. What if I told you about a month ago that the, quote, future of the Golden State Warriors be dealt to the Washington Wizards in exchange for a 38-year-old Chris Paul? I would have... Uh- my mind would have been blown, Jay. Did really? We, uh, did did we know? Had the punch happened yet? Three one months year, ago. One year ago today. She said three months ago. Oh, three months. I ago. said oh, okay. one. But oh, you, I, I'm oh, glad everyone's okay, listening. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought she said three months. I'm gonna blame it on I'm, whatever you I'm guys safe. want. Yeah. Um, one month ago. Um. I this this one now I could see both those guys getting dealt. Yeah. This was not the. I would have been pretty shocked because this was not the deal. That I saw for either. I didn't see Chris Paul in Golden State, and I didn't see Jordan Poole ending up in Washington. I knew Chris Paul could be on the move, sure. and he's been on the move twice now. Jordan Poole, too, for me. <laughs> I would have said Jordan Poole and as well. I, and I knew Jordan Poole might be on the move. I thought they'd give him another run, another mm. chance, given how much they believed in him last year to okay. give him that contract, to yes, give up yes. on him so quickly just one year later is a little bit shocking to me. I wouldn't be so surprised a month ago if you told me those guys were on the move, just not not to those two destinations. Within w- the same w- trade. Would be within the same trade, yes, yeah. would be my reaction. I would probably say, eh, I'd have gave you 40, 60. It wouldn't have surprised me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I kind of mimic what you're saying, Rami, in the fact of for each other in the destination they, they find themselves in, where Chris Paul, you know, being in Golden State and being on probably the one on paper – and uh, splitting the handle with Steph Curry and Draymond and a lot of guys, you know, for that instance, I would have probably said, mm, I, I could see it, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't think that it would happen. But I definitely wouldn't a, a month ago or three months ago, a year ago, completely different. What about this morning? Probably said the same thing. I'd have been forty, sixty. I could see it happening. I'm gonna tell you right now, as we sit here now, yeah. at almost almost three you p.m. You still don't believe it? Almost three p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Anything else that happens in the next three hours and beyond during okay. the draft? I'm. I don't know that. I shouldn't say this because mm-hmm. it's it's gonna oh. happen. <laughs> I don't know that I can be surprised or cut off guard because this thing just keeps getting crazier, right? And you know, you know what I mean. Dame Lillard's going to Milwaukee coming up right now, and you're so. gonna be like, "What? In the heck? <laughs> I just said this at two fifty-five. Yeah, I get it. It's what you know what it is. It's and you guys can attest to this. I am because of the product of my environment. I always say I'm not surprised by anything anymore. And then something happens, and I'm like, you know what? I'm surprised. I just saw a tweet that made me chuckle while you were talking there, Jay. I'm sorry. He's distracted. <laughs> it's a pic of uh, it's Keegan Murray at last year's draft with the Kings head on and sh- shaking Adam Silver's hand. And uh, Brett Huff, shout out, yep. he tweeted a pic from the future. Yes. Ah, love it. Yeah, love it. Love twins. it. Yes. You got it? They're yeah. identical. Hopefully he, he, he more dapper than that boy Keegan was. Keegan... <laughs> Leave my What's baby alone. It's a great shirt. Black shirt, black man, tie, black tie square. What's love, wrong with it? Hey, I just need a little more sauce in my no, life, I, keep, I, li- I like it nice and simple. Clean, uh, clean that's and almost, simple. That's almost Deacon style. Sneaker and suits? Uh, For the draft, yeah. For okay. Sure. Yeah. But 
like a... Not really, no. No? Yeah, really? Yeah. I love I mean, the sneakers. I hate wearing a suit. Uh-huh. The only way I feel okay in it... You gotta is rock it, the kicks. If I got some sneakers yeah. with it. Yeah. I mean, look, for certain things, <laughs> sneaker ball, you know, the draft, stuff like that. More or less, though, nah, I'm, I'm going casual kick on them boys. I go to weddings and sneakers and suits. I'm with that. I can dig it. Hit a quick break. On the other side, a name that hit the market last night that a few Kings fans seem to be interested in. We'll discuss. Cattles and Ronnie. Sacktown Sports.